Uh, oh, we're working. We're working. Are we recording? We are recording. Well, well, well. Hello, yeah. all you viewers out there. Hey, viewers. And listeners. And whatever else, hey, you know. Guess what? When, whenever, whatever else, uh, you, however else you consume our podcast. We got a new way of doing things, guys. Yeah, we're experimenting. We are experimenting, but I think we're experimenting properly. See, here's the deal. So, we got this year new setup, and you're going to see me looking down a lot because my computer edge is down here. But it's computer. We it decided. Brain. Exactly. It is kind of my brain. But this means that it's going to be a whole lot quicker for us to edit, record, and upload because we are using currently my iPhone, which I think is going to be better in the long run. It's just as we'll good see. as my camera. And par- paired it with my Mac. And you know what? It's working really good. I've got my Mac actually running my whole setup right now. So let's we'll see. we're going to see how this rolls. But to start, we're going to roll the intro. Look at that. One, two, three, four. I like this one, Zach. Look at that. Wow. That's our name. Look at look. Oh, vote which right there. Okay. Look at that. Oh, it went away. It away. did go away. And you'll see the outro at the end of the video. So you, that. you will see the outro at the end of the video. Twas he that the and all yes. through the house. Not anything was stirring, not even like two young idiots recording the podcast. No, we're not idiots. We're actually not idiots. Smart. I've got we're, my we're iPad. Kind of, we're, we're kind of Once in a while, we have smart moments. Once in a while. This is this is actually shaping up to be a smart idea, Nathan. We're kind of like... There it is. So, Zachary, could you go through what we're going to talk about today? Well, yeah, we're going to talk about... Uh, Three, two, uh, one, yeah. Yes, we are. With our usual getting, getting off the rails here. That we usually <laughs> do. Just, which is kind of cool, because, you know, you never know what we're going to have. Oh no, you have no idea where we're going today. We got basically we got like two main topics. Two main topics that kind of are along the same. They're not like on the, on the same track. Well, no, they're on the same track, but they're on different sides of the way. Like you got one on this side. You got one on this side. They, they are <laughs> This is great. So. I think let's dive into the first big topic. Let's do it. And then we'll uh, dive into the the other topic you got uh, we got here. Oh, okay, okay. Wait, wait. Do you want to do? Do we want to start with my thing and then work backwards? We could. Because, okay. like, I think. Please. <laughs> I'm you're very gonna excited. do it whether you're gonna <laughs> do it whether I want you to or not. So let's do. Just you, do do it. you want me to or do you? Go not? ahead. Okay, okay, okay. All right, so. Uh, we're just going to dive right in. The The first big thing that I think a lot of people know a lot about already is the Alistair Begg situation. And I got two cents on it. And I, I got two cents on it. I think I, I, I think we're on the same hair, but I think we're on different sides of the hair. You're right. Maybe. Maybe. We'll see. Okay. So I wrote this big, huge thing. Uh, there was actually a comment... Not a comment. There was a post on Facebook 
Um, I won't say from who, but there was a post on Facebook asking the question about uh, the thoughts about Alistair Begg. And I got some spicy hot juiciness here for this one. So, um, first, I think everyone should watch the full interview um, that right. Alistair Begg gave on the subject. Uh-huh. Um, and if you look at mm-hmm. it, it's from like September tw- uh, September something, and it starts at the 29-minute 29 29 minute marker. Uh-huh. I have a link to it. I actually might even link it in the description below. Right. You should probably do that. The question that was begged was, <laughs> pardon my pun, um, <laughs> that everybody has been giving. Um, but the question that was asked was, should Alistair Begg repent of advice? I say no. I think I think he should stick with it because of the context of the situation. Right. The context was a grandmother who didn't want to affirm the marriage, but also didn't want to destroy a relationship that could bring him back right. to God, right? Right. So a lot of people, I believe, had a bad in, have a bad interpretation of what affirming actually is. Many people right. think that affirming is just showing up. Um, you know, th- people think that just by showing up, you're affirming an LGBT marriage. I say that's untrue. I think that's a logical fallacy. Uh-huh. Um, a lot of p- people bring up the passage of Second Corinthians six fourteen to 15, I think, that this passage has been used very widely out of context, and when you apply it to this situation, I think there's, uh, I believe there's something to do um, when, when people apply that passage to this context. I think uh, people don't necessarily take it correctly. They, I think it's a poor view of fellowship as a culture. Um, so... Uh, Zach, do you have that Second Corinthians uh, six fourteen and fifteen pulled up? I can real quick. That's not where I thought you were going, but we okay. That, that's where I'm sorry. That's my first passage. I, the last passage I have is in Romans. I think you will like that one too. Give me one moment, por favor. One, two, three, four. <laughs> I. Sorry, 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 sorry. We're 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 puppets, so I can't. <laughs> all good, bro. All good. Oh, that wasn't Second Corinthians. Yeah, Second Corinthians six, uh, fourteen to fifteen. Six. Yep. Fourteen to fifteen. Uh yes, please. All right. Do not. Be yoked together with those who do not believe. For what partnership is between righteousness and lawlessness? Mm-hmm. Or what the what fellowship does light have with darkness? What agreement does Christ have with the law? Or what does a believer have in common with an unbeliever? Yeah, people take that out of context yeah. wildly. I think it's been taken very out of context. So yeah. let's break it down. Starting in verse 14. It says, do not be bound together with unbelievers. A lot of people zoom in on the words bound together, partnership, and fellowship, right? Right. So let's take a look at those. Let's look at the the big words there. Um, The words bound together is actually one word in Greek, and it's G2086 for those of you who want to look it up. Right. It's a verb. 
um, which emphasizes the meaning of literally mm. being connected with somebody, right? Right. This doesn't mean existing at a ceremony. This means affirming, celebrating, and encouraging a false yoking. So it's basically actively pushing it, right? Uh-huh. Which, let's be fair, there are some quote-unquote churches that do that. There are some churches that do that. And we'll hit that. Don't worry. Um, now, we want to compare this with what the Lord said in Deuteronomy chapter 7, verses 1-4. through 4, um, And I believe that's what's talking about um, Israel and how... You know, I'm going to pull it up. Deuteronomy 7, 1 through 4, because I want to make sure that this point is driven home. Right. Um, so I got Deuteronomy 7 here. It says, When the Lord your God brings you into the land where you are entering to possess it and clears away many nations before you, the Hittites and the Girgashites and the Amorites and the Canaanites and the Perizzites and the whateverites. Uh, <laughs> and all the people. All of them. Verse 2, when the Lord your God delivers them before you and you defeat them, then you shall utterly destroy them. You shall make no covenant with them and show no favor to them. Keep that in mind. Verse 3, furthermore, you shall not intermarry with them. You shall not give your daughters to their sons, nor shall you take their daughters for your sons. Okay. Here we go. That for they will turn your sons away from following me to serve other gods. Then the anger of the Lord will be kindled against you, and he will quickly destroy you. Huh, I wonder who did that. So that's that's uh, Deuteronomy 7, 1 through 4. So the principles between Deuteronomy 7 and the Second Corinthians passage are actually very, very close, if not almost exactly the same, right? Right. Um, you know, Paul's talking about the unequally yoking, and Deuteronomy basically starting that whole idea right. of being unequally yoked. Um, well, so without contradicting each other. Yeah, it's actually the same. It's actually the same. Um, so they're, they're talking about a physical action of affirmation and also the results of being unequally yoked. Right. Right? Because you have the warning in Deuteronomy to not be unequally yoked with Canaanites and Jebusites and whatever. And you also have what the response will be because God's going to be upset. We also see the response... Um, I think also in either First Corinthians or Second Corinthians, uh, that people will be given over to uh, to a depraved mindset at right. some point. So, it it's in there. With me. So, now let's take a look at the next word, partnership, which is G thirty three fifty two. So, partnership in this context is a noun being used to compare righteousness and lawlessness. Back in the Second Corinthians passage, and right. saying that they have nothing to do with each other because they don't. Objectively, it makes sense, not just from a practical perspective, but also within the context of being actively unequally yoked. Right. One cannot be righteous and unequally yoked at the same time. It doesn't work. There's a mm. problem if somebody's doing that. Fellowship does the same thing, G2842. It's the same exact thing. And you see that comparison pattern followed throughout verses 15 to 16 as well. Right. Now, if we go to 1 Corinthians chapter 5, you're going to see my point, Zach. 1 Corinthians chapter 5. You're, you're going to really start to see my point. 1 Corinthians 5, 9 through 13. You mind reading that one? 5, 9 through 13? Yes. Whoa. Oh, there we go. Okay, sorry. So, okay, 1 Corinthians cha chapter 5. 
will start in verse 9. For those yeah. of you following in your, in your Bibles. In your Bible. Or you can listen to us, too. It's <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> the point of a podcast. <laughs> but golly gee, Nathan, <laughs> I seem to have found my southern accent. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> my bad. Go anyway, so, yeah, first time. <laughs> I wrote to you. Zach, are you good, buddy? <laughs> Give me a second. <laughs> <laughs> There's a delay. <laughs> Don't die. I, I kind of like you. Uh, I, I think you're cool, too. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Go for it, bud. My All bad. Right. All right. Let's try this again. My bad. My bad. Third time's the charm. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Verse 9. I wrote to you in a letter not to associate with sexually immoral people. I did not mean that there are moral people of this world or the greedy and swindlers or idolaters. Otherwise you would have to leave the world. But actually, I wrote you not to associate with anything who, with anyone who claims to be a, a brother or a sister and is sexually immoral or greedy, an idolater or verbally abusive, a drunkard or a swindler. Do, do not even eat with such a person. For what business is it of mine to judge outsiders? Don't you judge those who are inside. God judges outsiders. Remove the evil person from among you. Okay. So you start to see where I'm going here. Right. Uh, 5.10, he says, I do not mean the immoral people of the world. Right. Or the covetous and swindlers or idolaters. Right. For then you would have to go out of the world, which right. doesn't work. <laughs> um, but then we get down to verse 12. Paul says, what do I have to do with judging outsiders? Do you not judge those who are within the church so he makes it clear who he's writing to right he's writing guess what in his letter to the church he's writing to the church what hey context what's up confused him out noises insert here (laughs) (laughs) but then he gets to verse 13 he says but those who are outside god judges so only god can judge right right okay it's that's in scripture deal with it (laughs) <laughs> and I know some people just recall at that, but that's passage. Yeah, that's so scripture. sorry. Um, if you haven't noticed any anything that yet, sometimes scripture <laughs> is hurtful and convicting. And convicting, well, so, more convicting than hurtful. So the passage is very clear. I'm not judging outsiders of the church, right. but actually holding people within the church accountable if they do fall into sin. And I think in this case, more idolatry, but. Um, but it's also not associating with them if they will not be held accountable to the word. So basically, if they become an idolater, um, you know, if 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 the church allows this kind of stuff to happen within their own body, then the individual is an idolater and the church is an enabler. The local right. church group is an enabler. So how do we hold people accountable? Well, Matthew chapter 18 tells that, verses 15 to 17, and we've talked about that 110 times on this podcast, so I'll let you guys go back to those ones and watch them, right? Which you should, because those are good episodes. Right. So, now as for Alistair Begg and his advice to that grandmother, um, the grandmother who didn't know what to do, let me ask you this question. Do you shop at a grocery store? Do you get gas from a gas station? No. Because I don't have a car. <laughs> okay, that's fair. Do you live in Kansas City? Yes. 
Well, if you follow the logic pattern that's been thrown yeah, against... Yeah, I haven't canceled. <laughs> <laughs> I know. If you follow that logic pattern, uh, we would be a hypocrite if we did any of those things. Right. Or lived in any of those places. Right. Grocery stores sell alcohol, vapes, cigarettes, tobacco, and other things that are objectively bad for you. Uh-huh. Those things may not be sinful in and of themselves, but they can lead to sin. Same right. thing with gas stations. And another point I might add is that a lot of places do support LG- LGBT organizations financially and are often tied directly to them at the month of June. Uh, how many of you guys support Apple? I'm recording on a Mac. I'm using an iPad and an iPhone to record this podcast. Right. How many of you guys support Target? Uh, how many of you guys support the public library? A lot of public libraries have to allow LGBT people to use the restrooms. The op- opposing restrooms. The restrooms as they... Yeah, you use the restrooms that they see fit. Right. Describing as well. But if you go there, you're supporting it. According right. to the logic thrown against Alistair Begg. How many... I, I got a good one. How many of you shop on Amazon? <laughs> That's a really good point, actually. Guess what, guys? Yeah. Guess what, guys? I, I'm gonna I'm gonna blow your minds right now. The Bible, this Bible that I'm using right now, and the case uh-huh. that it came in came from yep. Amazon. Just saying, just saying. Like it 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 and it doesn't matter. This this is go this goes. This goes into that First Corinthians pa- yeah. passage. If you tr- if you truly if it were truly bad for us to interact with the world at all, God would have just taken us. We we, out we of should the world. be raptured already. Which it would yeah, be sinful yeah. for God to leave us here if it were the if By the, the logic thrown against Alistair Begg were true. Yeah. So if if it were truly sinful for us to be in the world right now, guess what? Rapture would already happen. Yeah. You end of world. At the the end of we we would be in the tribulation. Yep. <laughs> well, no, it'd actually be past that. <laughs> We'd be in like in a prolonged Armageddon. <laughs> oh dear. Now I also want to point out um, the amount of LGBT people that live in Kansas City and other cities. Right. Um, if we're saying that an association can be existing in the same room as an LGBT individual. Uh huh. Then we're saying that for the entirety of the place that we even live in. Right. So I'm going to argue that Matthew 28, uh, verses 16 to 20, is what should be taking in place instead of canceling one another, right? Right. Um, All right. Matthew 9, 10 through 13, you got Jesus dining with sinners and tax collectors, which is something that we need to consider when reaching out to people in the LGBT movement. Uh According to the logic thrown against Alistair Begg, Jesus uh, eating with the um, uh, Gentiles and tax collectors what it could be, would be considered a sin. Right. So I, I uh, perceive that Pastor Begg's heart is much in line with the direction of compassion and not in enabling and endorsing LG, LGBT he, marriage. He, uh, comedian Brad Stein. Uh-huh. I'm going to paraphrase this because I don't remember the quote exactly. But he brought up some of the same points that you did. He brought up Jesus sitting mm-hmm. with tax collectors and right. um, obviously talking to prostitutes and allowing one to right. worship him. He, right, he, he right, brought yep. up all that. Yep, yep. And then he said, 
may, uh, and I'm paraphrasing because I don't remember this exact quote. If this is <laughs> exact quote, you go could. look up Brad Stein if you want. Just you look want. it up. Google Just it. Just look it up. But he he said, either Jesus was a sinner, or maybe sin isn't what we think it is. <laughs> that's good. Right. Yeah. No, that's good. I like that. Um, there's something I want to throw you away here. Throw it. So there's something that a lot of people have completely forgotten about in this entire argument. What is that? And I think this is what you were referring to earlier. Romans 14. Romans 14. Verses 13 to 17. Um, if you got it, go ahead and read it. I'm in Romans right now. I'm gonna Romans 14, 13 to 17. Let me flip to chapter 14. Verses 16 to 17? Uh, 13 to 17. 13 to 17. Yep. All right. Here we go, y'all. Therefore, let us no longer judge one another and said, decide never to put on never to put a stumbling block or a pitfall in the way of your brother or sister. I know that I know and am persuaded in the Lord Jesus that nothing is unclean in itself. Still, to someone who considers a thing to be unclean, to that to that one it is unclean. For it if your brother or sister is hurt by what you eat, you are no longer walking according to love. Do not destroy by what you eat someone for whom Christ died. Mm-hmm. Therefore, do not let your good be, be slandered. For the kingdom of God is not eating and drinking, but righteousness, peace and joy in yeah. the Holy Spirit. Holy cow. Yeah. So... That's something that a lot of people have thrown out with this entire debate. Um, it very clearly talks about Christian liberties and stumbling blocks. Right. Um, I would say that if you're someone who struggles with homosexuality, I suggest you don't go to an LGBT wedding. And I said, I said this to you the other night. Yeah, you did. Yeah. As, as if you are someone. Yeah. Who struggle? Well, who not only struggles with homosexuality itself as a sin, but who struggles. Um, with anything mm-hmm. related to that, right? Sin, which means I'm I'm gonna say it. Go I'm for it. I'm gonna say it. Which means if you struggle with watching porn mm-hmm. related to homosexual actions, right? Or even just have mental, just have mental attractions, mental attractions, yeah. and or you know, listen, I'm a man. God created to love. As God it, it's the sex drive is built in. It, it, it's built in, yes. very clear. Um, I, it's like, the first command of the Bible. Right. <laughs> right. Be fruitful. And, um, let's just say it, it, the, the church is very uncomfortable in, ta- in talking about you know sex, yeah. sexuality and all that stuff. Yeah. And in some way, in some areas, I get it. Like it's there are some things that yeah, there are some things that you I, I understand needs to be more. You Careful. Need to be, yeah, you need to be sensitive about but it. I get still, that. But still, um, you can't shy away from it. That's uh, there's got to be a middle ground. Yeah, uh, like we're talking about, like we're talking about right now. Right, it right. It is a part of the world right now. Yep. And absolutely, we need to be talking about it. Well, there's definitely a lot of talk going on about it. Right. <laughs> but we need to be talking about it in the proper way. Yeah, but, I'm with you there. But yeah. Oh, we'll get to that. Back to my point. If you struggle. If you struggle with any type of sexual sin, it's it's probably not a yeah. good idea to go. It's probably wise not to. And mm-hmm. you know, 
I struggle with sexual sin. Because yeah, part, like it's part you of should. Yeah. If if you struggle with it, I struggle. If you, I struggle you shouldn't go right. and put yourself in that situation, right? right? So if we move forward, um, you know, if some if you're somebody who struggles with homosexuality, and you're considering going to that wedding, um under the same or similar pretenses as the grandmother, who's, by the way, that grandmother already told them that she disapproves. Right. Um, but you know that the individual... Um, I'm sorry, if you're counseling somebody who struggles with homosexuality, um, and you know, if, you, if you're considering on going, and you know that the individual you are counseling might struggle with that, I also suggest you don't go. Mm-hmm. Um, now, if you're somebody who knows who you are in Christ... If you're uh-huh. strong in your faith, you want to show the love of God, a true love to your friend or relative in that homosexual wedding, I say that falls within the bounds, as we've stre- uh, stated previously before, right? right? Um, yeah. You've got to be able to actually go up to them and say, look, at, I love you guys, but I disagree with your decision. I'm not going to celebrate that decision, but respectfully, I love you, and I disagree with you. Right. If you're not okay with doing that, then you've crossed the border into enablement, which is fellowshipping uh-huh. with uh, unrighteousness. Right. Um, and, like... Yeah. You... Uh, yeah, I think we're not even on, like, separate sides of the hair. I think we're just on the hair. We're on the hair. Okay. We're both okay. of us are on the okay. hair. Cool. And we're, we're agreeing mostly. Uh, between the passages in the books and the epistles to the Corinthians and the passages in the passage here in Romans. Right. God is sending a clear message of hey, you have you have liberties. Uh we we are no longer under the law of the Old Testament. Yeah. Well, yeah, well. Mm-hmm. In in a way, it it's more been fulfilled and it's also been fulfilled. restated. Right. <laughs> We well, point. My point being, we are no longer under the law. Of oh the yeah, we don't have to like stone people for. We we don't have to stone people. <laughs> we don't have to, you know, not eat pork. Oh, if that's the case, I'm going straight to hell. I, I love bacon <laughs> way too much. Um, and and God states that's an, an acts. Uh, I think it's uh, uh when. Peter has a dream about... Uh, chapter 5? Yeah, chapter 5. 5 or 6? When Peter has the dream about Constantine. Or what? Of, I, no, that's wrong. Never mind. No, it's the thing in the sky. Yeah, it's the thing it in the sky. It says, Peter, Peter's having eat a, it. Peter's having a dream, having a dream and, and God. And Peter's like, God, I, I don't want to eat pork. Constantine! I, I got that He wrong. didn't even exist! Nathan. He wasn't born yet. Move on. <laughs> 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 Sorry, I had to get you for that one. <laughs> and I'm moving on, so you move on too. I will hit you with this Bible. <laughs> Sorry, but anyway, P- Peter's like, God, I don't want to eat. Uh, I don't want to eat pork or all this or any of these other unclean animals. Right, right. Because uh, because of my uh, Jewish heritage, and God comes down, whacks him upside the head, basically, and says, "Hey, Brody, don't call what unclean what I have called clean. It is clean, Brody." Right. It's clean. Deal with it. Now, does that mean we are... No. We are free to do whatever we want? Never. No. That's why he brings it back up in Romans. No. 
Um, so I want to I want to keep going forward here. So right. all of these things that we've talked about being right. said, you know, as soon as it turns into enablement, back to the right. LGBT marriage, um, as soon as it turns into enablement or affiliation, it doesn't matter what excuse you've got for being there. Y- right. You would then be in the wrong. Uh-huh. Now, here's what I consider the line. This is me personally. Um, this is what I consider the line of affiliation and enablement. Uh-huh. Um, going to the reception party, liking social media posts about the uh-huh. wedding, signing a guest book, um, bringing a gift that's anything outside of a Bible or other biblically-based books or items, right. um, which I think Alistair Begg is along that lines of, but I right. don't know that he actually clarified that. So that would be great if you clarified that, Alistair. <laughs> Because uh, if you're yeah. saying that you want to bring a gift or buy something off the registry for them, you've crossed the line. Um, and, and I would add to that, like with under, under that statement uh-huh. about the gift, is if you just put money in an envelope for the, in an envelope or a card. You, yep, you're confirming you, it. You, you're you're affirming it. You, yep. You've crossed the line. Literally because anything outside of attendance. Right, right, because. And I'm gonna I'm gonna use that specifically. Just because, just because you're not willing to buy it for them, doesn't mean they're not gonna buy. Yeah. What they want. Like if you with, do with the money. anything outside of showing them the love of Christ, right? Even if that means tough love. If you do anything outside of that, you are affirming. It doesn't exactly. matter what you're there for. Right. Like give you can give them a Bible. You can give them a, a, a book about <laughs> good marriage. I don't know, proper right. marriage. You can give them, like, a chosen, like, the chosen DVDs or something like that. Yeah, like, could, something Bible-based. You, <laughs> you could give them, you could even give them, like, one of the DVDs from Sight and Sound. Or yeah. There are, there are several good gift ideas that we do not have the time to, you know. There's a lot of ideas. Like, you can give them something that's going to be good for them. Right. That might be able to bring them back to the Lord in biblical standing. Right. So I, I'm going to say that I think Pastor Begg needs to clarify things. I think he already has. He definitely has clarified his stance on um, LGBT marriage, which right. he, he basically doubled down and said it's wrong, which is good. Um, but the response that I've seen online is just disgusting. I, exactly. I can't. doesn't follow Matthew 18 at all. We brought it up right. before. If anything, I think at the end of this, a lot of non-Christians just got turned off to Christianity by how Alistair got attacked and canceled. Well, yeah, they're, um, they're looking at it and saying, "Wow, you're they eat their own. They eat their own. You're attacking yeah. your own. What the heck, man?" That that's what they're saying. Um, it, it's ridiculous. Um, right. That being said, there are a few different things that I I think I agree right. with, uh, Pastor Bag. Um, his removal from the Shepherds Conference was actually an agreement between John MacArthur and Alistair Begg uh, right. for just this time around. Right. Um, it wasn't a full-on canceling from John MacArthur. They actually talked. Uh-huh. And you can find that in multiple art- articles online. It's on churchleaders.com. Right. There's a couple other ones. Of course. Um, you know, they talked. They talked it out, and they said it would be a distraction, uh-huh. which is, by the way, the biblical way to handle that. Right. Um, another group I was actually really happy with the response from was uh, from the Wretched Radio podcast, actually, uh-huh. Todd Friel. Um, and while, you know, I some of you guys might have listened to Todd Friel's statement, and I, I slightly disagree with Todd Friel, um, but he showed his point against 
Alistair Begg with a lot of care and clarity and right. most importantly respect. Of course. I encourage more people to do the same. Right. So All right. That's where I stand on it. And I agree with what Melissa th- and with what Nathan said. It's like okay, homosexual marriage it's wrong. Yeah, 100% wrong. It's wrong. It's wrong. It, it's absolutely wrong. You no can, getting around it. It's wrong. You can find that in several passages of scripture. Mm-hmm. Um, and I agree with what you said about your gifts. If you're mm-hmm. just buying them something from the registry, even if it's something as simple as like a clock right. or something. If you give them one dollar. Exactly. You've affirmed it. Right. And that's... While we, yes, we want to show them the love of Christ, need I remind you, mm-hmm. and sometimes I bring this up in a joking manner, which I, there, there's a line to that, but I, mm-hmm. I want to remind you that even Jesus chastised people. Yes, he did. Uh, exam- chief example among those in my head is he did go into the temple flipping tables and whipping people yeah saying you have turned my my father's house into like basically a den of thieves yeah so to say that oh jesus preached nothing but peace and love and harmony that ain't true no he did not no, if anything he, <laughs> uh, it was a call to arms in a lot of ways it was a call yeah it was a call to arms like i like i just mentioned he went into the temple and Basically flipped people's tables over and whipped yeah. them. Yeah. Because they were... It wasn't pretty, guys. They were selling stuff in the temple. Yeah. He... Definitely he, wasn't affirming that one. Right. He called the Pharisees out on several occasions yeah. for being pompous, yep. high horse riding. Yep. I'm better than you, Ivory <laughs> Tower. I am better. Being, just being a bunch of... Religious jerkwads. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Legalistic is the word we're looking for. <laughs> right. And it's not even good legalism. It's like not even biblical. Like. Right. <laughs> it, it's it's stupid. But he calls them out. You can't even find it. It's like he, he calls them out several what? times. He calls them like whitewashed tombs. Uh, yeah, know. that was one of the best burns of all time, by the way. Uh, he calls it's a them, great burn. He calls them like a... Uh, brood of vipers. Uh, brood of vipers. He called uh, them. Uh, you know, there was something in there with a cup. I'm not. I'm not remembering that one quite well. I don't. I don't know what. Yeah. Right. But anyway, there there's was, a lot. There was several times where Jesus is just like, "You are grade A." Grade A, stupid. <laughs> let's let's just make this clear. There are two guys gonna come up, come up in a couple thousand years. You're making them look like geniuses. Who? Anyway, um, but is that a burn on us? Maybe a bit. <laughs> but but assuming all from one specific thing, um, I mentioned that quote, that uh, paraphrase from Brad Stein earlier about uh, sin not being what we think it is. Mm-hmm. I, I kind of want to hop on that train for a little bit. Yeah, go for it. Um, Nathan, mm-hmm. uh, a question for you. Quick answer for you. Um, is there a difference between God's judgment? I can't English all of a sudden. It's okay. I can't English either. That's right. All right. 
Is there a difference between God's justice and our and human justice? Yes. What would that be, Nathan? The difference between God's and man's justice. Well, one, God's justice is perfect. Right. Man's justice is. But well, man's justice is not only flawed, but it doesn't exist sometimes. Well, it's gonna say it. And that's even prophesied that right. you know there's going to be lawlessness. Uh-huh. Um, so yeah, it's definitely imperfect. I guess that's the best way to explain it. It is imperfect. Okay, so if you're following along in your Bibles, we're going to flip to the Old Testament real quick. I like me some Old Testament. Go to Isaiah chapter 55. Isaiah. Let and me tap all the buttons here. I know. All right, I got it. And I'm gonna, I'm just gonna read verse eight. Again, we are big proponents of context. Amen to that. Uh, of context. So, in Isaiah chapter fifty-five, one of my favorite, you know, chapters in the Bible. Just the entire book of Isaiah is like. Awesome. It's really good. Yeah. Just read Isaiah. Just read it. Just do it. Uh, the entire just book. Just do it. Be be like a Shia LaBeouf and just do it. Make like Nike and just do it. Check marks. Don't let your dreams be dreams. All right. But I'm just going to read verse 8. Go for it. Uh, so Isaiah 55, 8. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, and your ways are not my ways. This is the Lord's declaration. Yes, it is. And I'm going to continue with verse 9. Do I it. Just, I just thought. For as heaven is higher than earth, so my ways are higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. Mm-hmm. So... What, is the, what does that mean, Nathan? Uh, his thoughts aren't my thoughts, and his ways aren't our ways. And honestly, right. if I could understand God completely and 100%, he wouldn't be my God. Right. So it would be a, something that I made. So um, Exactly. That means Which it would be, no. I, I ain't no idolatry. So. Right. So he may, God makes it clearly, pretty clear that he said, "He's saying, I am not you. You right. are not me. That's what this is saying. Exactly. I am not you. You are not me. I am higher than you. He is. Yeah. He is. So yep. There. Yes. There is a difference between human justice and God's justice. God's justice. Do we get a lot of our sense of justice from God?" Well, yes. Well, a good chunk of it, yeah. We are made in his image. We get a lot of things from God. Yeah. I almost said Daddy God, and that would have been awkward. No. No. <laughs> that, that's, that's, I've heard I, churches I re- do that. I refuse. I've heard churches use Daddy God. I've heard churches say, hey, God. Uh, I've heard churches do so many weird things. With it, it, it's a- really Anyway, weird. I digress. Anyway, yeah. It, it's anyway, but yeah. So... We we do get a lot of, a lot of things from our creator, uh-huh. including our sense of justice, and maybe our sense of humor. But yeah, except it's imperfect. So right, but due to the events in Genesis three, mm-hmm. we screwed up. Uh, Ripperoni. We done ate at the apple that we weren't supposed to. That's why there's a bite mark in the apple logo. <laughs> That's a really good. Yeah. Well, actually, that's you're actually correct. The original Apple logo, the seal, uh-huh. 
was actually someone i think it was actually someone eating um from the tree yeah for we don't have to look that up now but you know. i know but i want to okay so well he's doing that because you know reasons i'm gonna keep talking to you guys hello go for it so yeah our justice is marred due to the events of genesis 3 not because we ate of the food it was the no i was wrong it's uh uh, Newton sitting under the tree. My bad. Okay, yeah. All right. So, yeah. The the events surrounding that tree. And let me be fair. We don't know if it was an apple tree. I was yeah. just making joke. It could have been like a chief's tree. But it wasn't because <laughs> the chiefs didn't exist yet. <laughs> Sorry. Keep going. Yeah. <laughs> Too soon. Just because you're salty that the Packers lost doesn't mean you have to... <laughs> Keep bringing <laughs> it up. Uh, we have a lot of fun here. Anyway, yes, we do. But, you know, what was I saying? I don't know. All right. Justice! <laughs> <laughs> We're at 40 minutes, by the way. I see that. Yeah. Okay. We can keep going, Nathan. No, it's, I know. I just, okay. want, I just want I just <laughs> to let you okay. know. It's okay. I just want to let you know. It's okay, Nathan. I know. Keep going. My bad. Anyway, um, so... We... we Dealt with one one part, uh, one aspect of God's justice, where we say yes, this this specific thing is wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, Nathan, Zach, do you think people must understand God every day? How so? I think they misunderstand how He works. I think they misunderstand His um, justice and truth. Hey. Yeah. What do you know? That's the thing I was going for. Hey, imagine that. <laughs> yeah. Well, they misunderstand God's justice all the time, right? Yeah. Yeah. And the misunderstanding of, of any aspect of God, really, is a misunderstanding of God himself. Yes, absolutely. And if you're misunderstanding God, you're misunderstanding Jesus and the reason he came. Well, that's unfortunate. That's exactly. not good. That's That's bad. Exactly. That's mega bad. So, yeah. A a question a question I've seen pop up several times is, how can you serve a God, who you know, uh, one allows thing bad things to happen. Ooh. And uh, I, let's deal. Actually, let's deal with that one first. Then we'll deal Ooh. with uh, the other question I, I I see pop up a lot. So, Nathan, okay. how do we worship a God that allows evil to take place? Well, we have it. It goes back to an understanding that it's not that He wanted wanted to allow it; it's that we chose it. Right. It's you know, it, it's kind of funny to me that we blame all of our imperfect problems on a perfect God. Right. Um. Versus when we legitimately screw things up or when other people s- screw things up for ourselves. Right. Um, also understanding the passive effects of sin like sickness, death, um, accidents. Right. Accidents happen all the time, like car accidents, whatever. Um, and it, you know, it's not. Yeah, it's yeah. all a result of the fall that we chose. So why <laughs> would we point the fingers to God? Right, not to interrupt your, your train of thought or anything. No, I that was my last point there. Yeah, 
but you but you mentioned the passive effects of sin. Uh, I'm I'm gonna explain the the active effects of sin and the passive. Yeah, do it, do it, go for it. I think we explained these before, but just to re-explain, there are two kinds of effects of sin. There's active, there's passive. Yes. Active is you are actively getting punished for sin. Or like actively doing sin. Or actively doing <laughs> sin. Like, if I murdered Nathan... That would be an action. That would be an action, but I would go to jail. That's an active effect of sin, because... Right, right. I'm actively getting punished. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm actively getting going. punished for the act of sin I committed. Yes. No, I'm not going to yes. murder Nathan, despite how many times you know, <laughs> that might get said around the might, house. Might need it threatened sometime. Yes. And the act of... And then there's the passive effects of sin. Yeah. Like you, like you mentioned, car accidents, uh, you know, tsunamis, earthquakes. Throw a throw a dart at the mm-hmm. at the uh, natural disaster dartboard. Right, right. At it. Where, because sin has entered the world, these effects are on the world. Yeah. Entropy, is the word. Right. It dissolving into chaos. Right. But yep. yeah. So yeah, it's so people are asking why does God allow all this evil and suffering and pain and blah 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 exist. It, it is now we we talked about the the word we we talked about the word uh we talked about spiritual gifts mm-hmm. a couple episodes ago. We did, we did. And it's I use the word limit. That's not the the most accurate word I'd say to describe it. But it, but it is uh, as we would understand the word as you would define the word limit. As we would define it, uh-huh. the only person that can I'm gonna quote unquote quote okay. unquote okay. limit God is God. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Quote unquote. Quote unquote. Now, what do we usually call that? We call that self-discipline, self-restraint. Right, right. So, yes, God limits Himself in a certain from a certain it point. From a certain perspective, yeah, yeah, to, yeah. To quote, to, to quote the wise sage Obi Wan Kenobi, from a certain point of view. <laughs> we hit them all, folks. We got. <laughs> yep. Check that. Check that off, Joe. Got King it. Smith. Bingo we got we got the yeah. <laughs> Star Wars Packers Chiefs. We haven't hit Marvel yet. We, we haven't hit Marvel. Marvel yet. or Halo or King uh, 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 uh Kingdom Hearts. Uh, we, we, well, we no, we just did. So yeah, <laughs> we, we all got him. Got him. All right, guys, that's a wrap. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Roll credits. Do 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 do. Right. But anyway, so yes, God uses self restraint. To, in yeah. order to give us a free will. Yeah. And I didn't get that from myself. That's from uh Pastor Cliff on uh Give Me an Answer. You you go you go look that that's up. That's a really good way of looking at that. that that's a good yeah. good way of looking at. Um but yeah, it's God restraining his his omnipotence and his sovereignty mm-hmm. saying, I will give you free will. Right, right. So that through your free will you will come to me. Right, right. Which is a really simplified way of watering that down, but you know. No, I, I think you're. I think you're. I think you're right. I won't go more in depth with it, 
later episode. Yeah, I was going to say there's yeah. We <laughs> might we might have to do a part 2 to this, bro. Right. So anyway, um yeah. So why why is all this evil and suffering in this world? Well, one Adam did a big dumb. Yeah. And he two, ate he ate that apple. He he chose it wasn't so much the eating of the apple, it was that he chose to say no to God and say, say you are not the God of me, I mm-hmm. am the God of me. Anyway. Right. So, yes, we brought this on ourselves by eating of the fruit and right. eating of the fruit. Right. Okay. Question number two, Nathan. Okay. That, that Answer ask, number two. That people ask a lot. Do it. And, you know, use against Christians. Do it. And, you know, Do it. Uh, Jew- the Jewish people. How can you worship a God that commands the nation of Israel in the Old Testament to wipe out all these people? He, he's he's nothing more than a heartless ogre that just com- commands judgment. Well, those people actively declared war against God and his people. S- yes. So, so that's how I would worship him because they went and took their land. Again. Number one, you're misunderstanding God. Number two, you are misunderstanding the people of that time. Yeah, that's what. Yeah, that's what it was back to. Yeah, you're right. right. You're right. You're right. <laughs> that's what it is. It all comes back down to the, wow. Imagine that when you misunderstand ah. God, things don't so, work right. Yes, it's at least logically they don't work at right. At least logically. So, is there disparity between human justice and God's justice? Yes, absolutely. Absolutely, totally. Why? Because we took justice into our own hands, Ooh. and God was like, <laughs> you stopped our operate by mine. Ooh. What? Th- this begs a question. Ask your question. Does, I might have answered. So this, this has started to percolate, because I think uh-huh. we're dancing around it a little bit. Right. Does being around, hmm, how do I want to phrase it? Does being around sinfulness or something sinful mean that you're affirming the wrong thing? No. You want to know why? Why? Uh, I think it was the First Corinthians passage, if I remember right. Uh, Paul said, if, if being around it was affirming it, that would just take you out of the world. Right. Right. But now that we've said that. Right. What about protesting? What oh, about my protesting? camera has, my phone's got 20% battery. It'll be fine. <laughs> what about protesting? So you're there. We it, it, Play devil's advocate with me. So I'm just going to let you play devil's advocate and then answer your <laughs> You're gonna have me do this myself. Come on, man. So, so I'm, I'm gonna follow you. On all the right. You know what? Fine. I'll just push it all off the cliff myself. So, a lot of people say that you know, just by showing up and being there for something means that you're you're affirming it. Um, but there's a lot of protest and that kind of thing. Right. A protest, you're showing up there, but you're not affirming what's going on. Right. So, I have a question for you. I have an answer for you. And, and it, it's going to wrap everything. You're going to love this. It's going to wrap everything that we've been talking about 
in like a nice little bow. All right. Um, are there forms of protesting that are sinful and also are marred forms of God's judgment through man's judgment? You like that? I like that. <laughs> I thought about that one Answer. for a while. Yes and yes. Okay. Yep. Okay. I was hoping you'd say that. <laughs> Let me explain. Go for it. So I'll answer the second question first, which is the our protest marge forms of God's mm-hmm. judgment mm-hmm. through man's judgment. Absolutely. We we we've been saying it for the past what five uh, at least ten minutes. <laughs> I know that's what man, I. Yep. Man's justice is just a marred form of God's justice. So yeah. Yes, so there are protests. There are protests that can be. That can be marred, and they can be taken way out of context. Uh, what was it, about five or six years ago, the the protests that happened uh, a few hours south of here in Missouri. Oh, yeah. Rioting and looting. And in downtown. Bu- and burning buildings down. They and basically destroyed, was it the River Market and the walk well, there? No, the, not the River Market. That was no, 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 I'm sorry, not River Market. Um, that was, it's a, it was a different town. The, the strip by... Um, uh, I, re- I, forget oh, the, I forget the name of that It's by the town. World War I Memorial. It's north of there, the... Past Union Station. Yeah, yeah. I'll the Riverwalk. There it is. Yep. That's what it is. Yeah, Riverwalk. So, yes, there are protests yep. that, you know, if you're taking a baseball bat and breaking in a uh, Best mm-hmm. Buy window mm-hmm. to steal uh, uh, a 75-inch TV. A we bought ours, by the way. Yeah, we bought ours, by the way. <laughs> Fifty-five. But if you're if you're breaking into the the Best Buy store to buy to steal a seventy-five inch TV, mm-hmm. a PlayStation mm-hmm. Five, an Xbox Series X, and a bunch of games, that go at least steal something good. Uh-huh. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> and you know you're all you're definitely Mart if that's all you're stealing. Right. Exactly. <laughs> so yes, that's the, that's the point. <laughs> exactly. So if you're breaking into buildings in pursuit of theft of things you want, mm-hmm. there's something wrong. There's something wrong. You got S- to remind me of the first question because I completely I, no, I, I think we answered the whole thing. I, th- <laughs> I think we answered the whole thing. Um, I'm going to go, f- I'm going to hop back on, you know, why, how people misunderstand God in the Old Testament. Mm-hmm. Um, there are... There are a few reasons that God commanded the Israelites to to destroy these nations. Mm-hmm. One mm-hmm. we've already discussed. Right. They right. are they are not they are actively not just declaring war against God, but breaking God's laws yes. repeatedly. Yes, yes, yes. Y'all, if you're saying, Oh, God's a heartless, a heartless massacre, massacreist, mm-hmm. a heartless ogre. That all he's doing is, you know, commanding Israel to go wipe out all these men, women, and children. Right. Y'all, let me let me let you in on a little fact. A lot of those ancient civilizations, like like ancient, you know, in ancient Mesopotamia, and like ancient Palestine and all that, and ancient mm-hmm. Israel, mm-hmm. 
they were already sacrificing their children to both their crowds. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Pe- people don't understand that. Oh, I know. It, it wasn't just God commanding, saying, "Hey," it wasn't God coming down to me saying, "Hey, Zach, wipe out Nathan and his entire family bloodline," because. Because Bye, I family. <laughs> See ya. Because they want you to. He's saying, hey, Zach. And Nathan and his family have been sacrificing their own children and actively breaking my laws. I don't got no kids. And actively. Wait. But this is a <laughs> theoretical. It's a theoretical. I don't got no kids, Zach. Mama Smith, I know you watch. I'm, I'm not. I'm you not didn't pick up on it, did you? I, know. I don't got any kids. I, I picked up on it. I, <laughs> I, I was waiting for it. I picked up on it. I just actively chose to ignore it. <laughs> <laughs> this is what I do. That was really quick. <laughs> I'm sorry. But Mama Smith, I I don't. I know you don't sacrifice your kids. At least you haven't sacrificed one of them. Yeah, I'm still here. But but the my, other two don't matter. That my point being <laughs> is. God is not coming down, hey, go kill these people on there. He's saying, right, that right, person right. there has been sacrificed. That one. That one. That person this there, one. That person there has been breaking my laws, doing all this other crap. Elijah, smite. Smite. Go wipe them out. Okay, that's the first reason. Yeah. We've discussed that. The second reason, and this is, well, both are important. I, I think this is this is an important one to me. He's saying, those people are a danger and a threat to mm-hmm. your worship mm-hmm. of me. Mm-hmm. Go wipe them out. Yep. And what did we see? Israel didn't wipe them out. Moses and Joshua were just like. <laughs> well, we didn't see, we see Israel. Didn't, didn't and wipe after them. that, they kind of, yeah. you know. Didn't wipe them out. The whole book of Judges happens. The whole book of everything since then happens. <laughs> Everything since then. Samuel, Kings, you got Christ Solomon in there. You've got uh, Ex- uh, you've got all literally every major and minor prophet up until Melachi. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And then you have four hundred years of silence when because Israel was just like Israel. Right. <laughs> and that being said, that, that's those are the two big reasons. Like, yep. One, uh, they are. They are violating my laws, and two, because of their violation of my laws, they are going to violate. They are going to lead you astray mm-hmm. from from me. Right. Um, hey. Hey. Do you want to do a part two to this? And hey, do we're, like we're gonna have to do the uh, li- the uh, li- our spicy hot take on suing people and that kind of thing later. Yeah. I think there is the bounds we're suing. People is okay, but yeah. it's a very. I think it's it's a, it's a very fine. It's a long shot, but it's I think it's there. Well, let's see. So okay, we will. So before to we, be continued. To be continued, and before we we continue this, um, so the next episode will not be part two directly. No, but there will be a part two because I mentioned this is the eve of the Super Bowl. So which means there's going to be a Super Bowl uh, there, thing tomorrow. There's, there's going to be a Super Bowl tomorrow, and there's going to be a Super Bowl episode that comes out. Yes, very shortly. Episode, very shortly. Yes, and I will either be screaming my head off in joy, or I will be crying my eyes out in utter pain. 
with Nathan. Yeah. Well, okay, I'll be honest. If Brock Purdy wins, it's going to be hard for me to be upset. He's a good Christian man. Yeah. That, that won't stop me from hating on it. Oh, I will still hate on it. I'll, I'll be salty through I, I will at least be less salty. <laughs> <laughs> right. I'll be the salt of the earth, not the salt of Nathan. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, y'all. <laughs> What's that? I'm, I, I was like, I'm not gonna lie. Some of my soul will get mixed in. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. Uh, we're gonna roll the outro. Oh, I should have. See, I should have been playing the music. I, I gotta get better at this timing thing. So, like, you can, hear, the you can hear the music playing. We are doing the experimentation thingy. Yeah. Like the music is playing. That's music. But no, we gotta wait for the subscribers screens to show up. So oh, by the way, subscribe. Yeah, subscribe. Oh yeah, like, comment, subscribe. Like, comment, subscribe. Links, Patreon, Spotify, Patreon. If you're listening on Spotify, go to YouTube. Yeah, go to the YouTube. That you can't click the link. You're in your car. Let's be real. <laughs> Kingsman. Two bit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. After carrying the groceries. Okay. This. One trap why is this man. taking forever? I don't know why. I don't know why. Why? Where's the? Where's the big red thing? Come on. I believe in you, computer. You can do it. We're getting there. By the way, we're praying for y'all. Oh. There it is. Like. What? Why is what? Did I screw it up? What? What is that happening? Huh? That's not even the video.